Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to blendcouragesyou.com where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blen, and as per usual, I give God praise to be here with all of you on this episode number 216 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, there are a lot of things going on in current events, and I'd like to talk about one of them. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend encourages you is coming to you with my thoughts on racism. Mm, that's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendencouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody. So at the time of this recording, we are in the third week of June 2020. And I have to say that when the new year rang in for, for January 1st, I, many of us, and myself included, had a different idea of what this year of manifestation um, as my pastor said, would look like versus what we are going through right now. When we were together last, we talked about business as usual as we are slowly reopening up, or at least where I am, uh, slowly reopening up ours, our state uh, for the coronavirus. There are several other states that have pretty much uh, taken off all restrictions. Uh, we here in New England are still slowly making our way through and figuring out how to navigate with all of the masks and sanit sanitation, uh, or I should say sanitary measures, things like that. So uh, that's one piece of things that, that we're working through. And what is on my mind today, and a little bit of a detour from what I normally talk about, is the high tensions here as far as racism is concerned. Now, uh, depending on when you listen to this podcast, because they're evergreen and you can listen to them at any time, just over the last, I want to say, probably four or five months, just over the last four or five months, and probably a little closer than that, there have just been these, and it's hard for me to even come up with words that can articulate how I feel. 
but just just for lack of better terms, just these just blatant murders of people of color. Now, one young man was shot while he was jogging through a neighborhood. Another young lady was shot in her bed. Um, and it was something around some suspicion of something that didn't have anything to do with her. George Floyd is probably the most popular uh, name that's trending right now, uh, who uh, on camera was, was caught on camera, a police officer, uh, just pretty much choked the life out of him by, you know, having his knee on this, this man's neck, you know, probably about 200 pounds or so on this man's neck as he lay there dying, gasping for air. And I haven't read all of the stories. Um, there are two other ones. I believe that there was someone that was shot in a fast food drive through um, because he was napping. And, and I'm not sure. I, I don't have all of the stories, so I don't want to report it. But uh, there, from my understanding, he fell asleep in the drive through and was shot to death. And then there are a couple of people who were actually found hung in a tree I want to say in California and again those those stories just sort of surfaced and I haven't done too much research into them but um, all these people are of African-American persuasion so there's a lot going on here and some of the stories I I have paid very close attention to they've they've been in the media George Floyd and the other stories are newer. And to be honest with you, they're hard to look at, BCU family. It's, it's hard to do. It's hard because when we see these stories, you know, we're outraged and we're saddened and we're angry and we feel this gamut of emotion. And for me, there is all of that. And then there is the family and the friends of the family that have to deal with a tragic death and my heart goes out to all of these families the, the children and the moms and the dads of these people that have just that have been brutally murdered and and my heart just goes out to them so let me just start by saying BCU family let's let's please continue to keep all grieving families in prayer uh, in the name of Jesus it's what we do so uh, along with that, I just wanted to talk about racism, talk about re racism, retaliation, and then what the people of God should be doing. So I want to start with a textbook definition of racism. I was told in college that, you know, you shouldn't really go to the textbook when you want to define something. And, and I'm not sure that I agree with that. So uh, <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to go right to MiriamWebster.com. And racism is defined as prejudice, discrimination directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership of a particular racial or ethnic group, typically one that is a minority or marginalized. Another definition is of racism is the belief that different races possess distinct characteristics, abilities, or qualities especially so as to distinguish them as inferior or superior to one another. So this is what the world says is racism. And I think those definitions are on point. And what I'd like to do is to talk about what God has to say about racism. 
And I am not talking to one particular group of people in particular, because if we know that racism exists in the world and we know that it exists in people, and I'm going to get into that in just a little bit. If we're not careful, BCU family, this can exist in us as people of God as well. So while we want to educate those who are openly racist and and we want them to know what God says, we also and I'm coming from an angle of us having to be careful and guarding our hearts against racism as well because as we see these these things go down and this divide and and separation we can if we're not careful get caught up in starting to feel racist tendencies toward other ethnicities and that is not what God has called the people of God to do my Lord I want to thank you right now I feel my help coming on It's not what God has called us to do. I am certainly not saying that we don't notice or speak up about what we're seeing. We have to be sure with God's grace that our hearts and minds are pure and clean and that we are looking at the spirit that's working behind the person versus that person. Let's let let me get on to what I have here for notes and I may deviate from my no BCU family. Let, let me get some scripture. I want to be sure that we're steeped in scripture first before I start talking about anything off of that. So let's go to scripture first. Uh, if you've got your Bibles with you, uh, please go to Genesis chapter one. And we're going to take a look at verses number 26 and 27. Genesis chapter one. Verses 26 and 27. So we've got to go to the beginning. Give you a chance to get that. And of course, if you are on the go, you can always bookmark those scriptures and then come back to them. And they're all linked in the show notes here on the blankcouragesyou.com site. So you can always go back and take a look. Okay, let's read this. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 27 says, so God created man in his own image in the image of God created he him male and female created he them. And I love that BCU family because after God created everything else, everything else, he created male and female. So that lets me know. And what's, what stands out to me in this verse, and I know for most of us, we, we know these verses for most of us, we do. What stands out to me here is, is that God created man in his own image. Okay, so we are all created (laughs) from the image of God, all of us, because we all came, (laughs) we all started, Adam and Eve is, is, is where we started. So we're all created from Adam and Eve, from God. Okay, so 
God created everybody. So nobody's inferior. No one is superior. No one has better any of this or that. We're created in God's image. So we're all awesome because God says so. Because God is awesome. We're all awesome. Now, the spirit that works in us, the, the spirit that we're born with, uh, the, that one that is the the old nature that is full of pride and and full of uh, lust and full of all kinds of sin and darkness and evil. Now, you know, that's what we're born with. And that's what Jesus died for to take that spirit away from us, if you will, or to give us or to give us the Holy Ghost so that we'll have power over those things. So that's a different story. But what I'm here to say very plainly is that God created everybody. So that's what we want to keep in mind. Now, let's go to some more scripture here because we want to be sure that we are letting folks know and not just letting folks know in our minds, we have to be very clear about what God says about other people. Now, Proverbs 22 and two was interesting here because it says the rich and the poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. God made everybody. So this just backs up what Genesis chapter one says. Now, here, what Solomon is saying is that, you know, whether you have money or whether you didn't don't don't have money, um, God made you. So, again, we are all created equally. <laughs> now, some of us, because of, you know, our circumstances may have more than the other person. God made us all. So no one is any better than anyone else. Now, Romans 12 and three Romans chapter 12, verse number three goes on to say, for I say, Paul says, the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. My God, I want to thank you again. My Lord, that just resonated with me, BCU family. But to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man, the measure of faith. What stands out to me is the middle of that verse that Paul says not to think of ourselves more highly than we ought to think. Because, again, it's God that made us. Uh, Psalm 100 says it is he that has made us and not we ourselves. It, we, it, it's God that has done it. And it's God that gives us the grace and the mercy and the mental capacity and the acumen to do everything that we do. It's only God that does it. So he gets the glory for everything. So even in, and, and I'm speaking to us BCU family, when we say to ourselves, well, you know, I, I don't have a problem being prejudiced or whatever the case may be, or, or when we feel like we are more elevated because we don't think the way that someone that races does, we are starting to think of ourselves more highly than we ought to. It, it, we should be thanking God for the, that, you know, just for humility to say, you know what, Lord, I want to give you praise for delivering me from thinking that way about people in a racist type of way. I want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for blessing me to love everybody no matter what. So again, we want to be mindful because as we see what's going on, and I, I speak from experience, BCU family, as we're watching the news, as we see what's going on, as we see the injustice, as we hear the arguments, as we're looking at social media, as people are talking at work or whatever it is, the old nature <laughs> is not full of anything that is any good. 
and, and your thoughts may start to rise and, and to think outside of what the word of God says. So we really have to steep ourselves in the word of God while we're trying to educate, you know, other people as we're talking. So um, that being said, um, let's let's just go a little bit further, because what's difficult, BCU family, about all of this? And, and I'm going back to what has happened in the news and, you know, all of the comments. I realize that in some of these cases that people have and I'm, I'm just talking here, BCU family, that people have brought up you know, um, criminal history and and background and there were extenuating circumstances. And I I hear all of that and I understand all of that. And I know that, you know, that that's something that can't be overlooked. I don't believe that that's part of the equation in, in these cases that I'm seeing that, you know, for someone to have a counterfeit bill and to die over that and to die that brutally over it. I I don't see the equality there. Okay. I don't see the equality there to be in a drive-thru. And again, I don't have all, all this, all the story. So I'm not judging anything. I, I don't have all the story BCU family. I'm just, just from what I know, from what I understand. Okay. If, if you're sitting in a drive-thru, if you're sleeping if you're unarmed, I, I don't see the reason for such brute force. I, I don't see the reason for murder. Let's let's just call it what it is. I just don't understand that part of things. And there's a lot of things in this life that I don't understand. Uh, God understands and he knows everything. I just don't understand it. So again, as I'm watching the news and, and if you all were with me last time, I said that I, I really stay away from a lot of news. I try to stay informed about things, but when I'm watching the same stories over and over again, and if I'm reading the same things over and over again, if I'm not careful, it, it will affect me in a, in a way where I start to overthink some things. And this is where I have to really take them to the Lord in prayer. So What I have to keep in mind, BCU family, and what I want to say to you all um, is that we have to allow the love of God to flow no matter what. And that in the in the love piece of things. It has to be evident. It has to be evident. Otherwise, God is not glorified. All right. Let's get some scriptures for that. Let's get some scriptures for that. So when it comes to love, BCU family, it is very easy for us to love those that love us. Matthew chapter five talks about that. And God calls us to love our enemies, actually. And when it comes to what's happening in racism and people actually showing who they are and those kinds of things, who we thought were friends could actually be enemies. And even if they are, we're, we're called to love no matter what. Now, I was going in one direction and I'm going to take a, a pivot here. And I want to take you all to Matthew chapter five, because this is a scripture that God has, has given me uh, probably over the last maybe two or three years when it comes to relationships and people and things like that. And this is no exception, especially in this climate. 
Let's go to Matthew chapter five, verse number 43, verse number 43. Now it reads, ye have heard it that has been said that thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. Verse 44 says, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you and pray for them, which despitefully use you and persecute you. That's verse 44. Verse 45 says that ye may be the children of your father, which is in heaven, for he makes the son, his son to rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust. Verse number 46 goes on to say, for if you love them, which love you, what reward have you? Do not the publicans or tax collectors do the same. And if you salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans or tax to tax collectors do so. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your father, which is in heaven, is perfect. And again, that's Matthew chapter five. We started at verse number 43 and read down to the end, verse number 48 through verse 48. So God calls us to love those who are hardest to love. And the only way we can do that is with the spirit of Christ down on the inside. It's there's no other way BCU family. And we really have to ask the Lord to help us, you know, with that love so that it shows regardless. It doesn't mean that we agree with behavior. It doesn't mean that we don't speak up about it. It doesn't mean that we can't express how we feel and how God wants us to do things. But we still have to love. So that being said, we're going to have to come back with a part two and talk about this a little more. So we're going to stop here. I'm curious to know your thoughts. So if you're not already on the blendcouragesyou.com site, please make your way here. Go down to the comment section and let's continue our conversation. We're going to wrap things up, BCU family. I've got to run. Thank you so much for tuning in and Lord will, until the next time we're together, may our amazing God continue to bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. As you stay on the wall. We'll see you next time.